Hello, handsome. Care for a rubdown? I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lift penis? Very around. To the winner's circle. If you made it here, it means you done put in the work, dude. Congratulations. You made it way past the basics. This goes for a massive celebration. Welcome to the Yeah, g'day rubbers and punters. Welcome to Chase Your Loss last episode of Chase Your Losses for 2022. And we're talking the 2022 NRL Grand Final, baby. I'm your host, Natty, and with me is always riding shotgun. In the punt mobile is Rando, the dick extender. What's going on, mate? Mate, a tough, uh, tough Friday for me. Obviously, the cow's going down due to a forward pass, but, uh, you know, I've, I've slowly recovered. I'm on day seven of mourning, so um, almost getting through it all, but it's been a very tough week for me personally. Yeah, condolences, mate. Tough loss. Um, obviously, we were big on the cows here on the podcast. I was certain they were going to win, and even through stages of that game, I was pretty much spending the winnings, um, but... Parramatta Eels, uh, they stuck it out, played really good defensively, held the cows out there, especially in their last sort of 10, 15 minutes. They were, um, they were epic in defense. So, yeah, mate, you're on your mad Monday. So you're up my way in the Gold Coast. Yeah, absolutely. Getting away from it all. I uh, thought I'd spend the last few days morning up in Queensland. Um, I thought it was the appropriate thing to do. So, yeah, I'm up here relaxing just before the GF and... Just keen to put my feet up after a long, long footy season, to be honest. 100%, bro. It gets to that point. Like, obviously, we're all pumped for the grand final. But as content creators, um, doing the podcast and stuff like that, it's whew, it's a long season. So we're limping towards the end here. But we've got fucking plenty of sexy bets here, guys, for you uh, this weekend. Not only in the NRL grand final, but the NRLW. And I've got some NFL tips as well. But before we get into that, let's do a recap of last week. So we alluded to it earlier. Uh, so we got Muzzer up. He scored uh, for the Cows, but with the Eels winning, that fucked us. Absolutely nailed the Cody Walker into Panthers. That was paying just shy of $9 to one. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, fuck, that was good. Yeah, that saved our whole week. Uh, didn't matter what happened after that. Once we got that 9 to one um, bet up, it was, it was smooth sailing, baby. All gravy. And then- yeah, absolutely. That was, a good win. that was a great win for us. I think um, I, idiotically, on my own personal one, kind of just put plus bunnies, plus eight and a half, and at 12 nil, I thought, fuck yeah, I've got it in the bag. 32 points later, and uh, no dice. Got too fancy, bro. Got too fancy, and we never get too fancy. You trust our bets, that's, that's for sure. That's it, that's it. Keep it fucking simple, stupid. Uh, and then the NRLW, you hit one out of two in that one with a huge upset. Um, in that second game that Eels getting up. So um, I think from those two bets, we were 11 units up. So we were, we were, we were killing it, we were just smooth sailing after that. Um, one of the worst bad beats in history going down in the last 15 seconds of that Steelers game was a huge kick in the dick. I had Chubb over his rushing. He ate that up pretty much in the first three quarters. That was done and dusted. Steelers looked like they had it in the bag with, yeah, like I said, 15 seconds to go. And that's NFL for you. You just don't know what's going to happen. The game is not over until literally they are in the shed. So went down there. And then the Miami Dolphins, too good for the Bills. They're the real deal. I'll be talking a little bit about them in one of my NFL best bets for this week. Uh, So like I said, all in all, great week, winning week, 11 units in the bank. Uh, I think we've got a little bit of momentum here, Rando. Oh, yeah! 
Yeah, we're looking good. We're looking real good heading into the grand final, and we've got some pretty good tips here that I think uh, that are going to get up. That's it, and oh, just just the NRL grand final. I just love it. Let's get into it. Let's get into these bets, bro. <laughs> I'm gambling again. So I thought what we'll do is we'll get the NRLW stuff out of the way, we'll get the NFL bets out of the way, and then we'll really sink our teeth into this 2022 grand final. So if you want to lead away with the NRLW tips, we'll um, we'll square those bad boys away. Yeah, absolutely. Really looking forward to this one. Can you believe the two teams that missed out on the finals last season earlier in 2022 are in the grand final for the uh, making their debuts here? So unbelievable upset from the Parramatta Eels who were one and four during the regular season. Unbelievable. And Jordan season. And beating the Roosters. Roosters. Unbelievable. The Roosters who were flying, breaking records left, right and centre for just absolutely smashing teams. So... That was a huge win for them. Uh, they come up against a Newcastle Knights side who played the same team, the Dragons, uh, back-to-back, beat them by exactly the same scores. Now, the Knights did go down to the Roosters in the regular season by two points, but that was without their start to make it up to them. So basically, for this game, it's going to be really tight. Um, if you're leaning toward – you don't know which side to go on, you can kind of look at the EVA team uh, plus 12.5 market uh, here because – the Eels, they've only won one game by more than 13-plus points in NRLW history, and two of their seven losses have been by 13-plus as well. So the majority of their games have been tight, 1-12, to 12, and the Knights, outside of pumping the Dragons the last two weeks, have also kept their games pretty tidy, pretty close together. So either team, 1-12, uh, to 12 is looking like your best bet here. Then, of course, we get into the juicy stuff. We love our try scorers here. Um so we've got to look at where Parramatta are leaking most of their points. Uh, it's usually on the right edge defensively, um, but they are leaking a few through their middle. Um, in that sense, the Knights, we know, is a completely right-side-dominated attack. So that kind of doesn't really match up together. I don't really like those two. So then I look at the Knights and where they defensively weak. They're defensively weak on their left-hand edge. Okay. And for Parramatta, they attack really well um, on their right side as well. So now I'm starting to think of try scorers in that mould. Um, and immediately you've got players like Rika Horn um, who runs down that right side as the centre. And I reckon she could be a juicy NRL grand final try scorer Ooh. for us to take on. Um, she, I think she scored a double last time out um, against the Roosters as well. So uh, the centres don't really like passing too much to their wingers for Parramatta. So if you do take uh, that double bet, I'm just getting it up right now. Anytime try score, we've got Rika Hornpang, a juicy $4. you love to see that. And you go with the winning markets where you're not too sure which team will get up here. Either team 1 to 12. And that will grab you. Get rid of it. Boom, $6.11, dramatic pause, $6.11 for your NRLW bet, either team to win by less than 12.5 points, and Rika Horn to score a try. That's your sweet spot right there. Oh, my God. 
$6.11. I hate that, bro. No good. It's awful. No Not good. good. No good. Uh, I thought you were going to come out with a really sexy bed, a really well thought out statistical backed bet, but you didn't. So, no, I didn't. Terrible. Last thing I did. Yeah. Terrible. Obviously, bro. no analysis. Awful. Forget about it. Absolute pus. So, put the yeah. Punt on. Actually, put the punt on and then tear up the slip and put in the bin. Just do <laughs> yeah. that for me. Yeah. That's it. Uh, nice. All right. So, well, that's the only NRLW game we've got. So, that's fantastic. Um, Ed Team 1 to 12, into Horn, $6.11. Let's go. Now, NFL, I've got. I've got one game that I really like, and it is the first game of the round. So it's Thursday night football over there. It's going to be Friday morning for us. It's the Bengals v. the Dolphins. Uh, So huge letdown spot for the Finns, coming off a massive win against the Bills, who literally are the number one favorite for the uh, Super Bowl winners this year. Now they're on the road. They've got Tua, their QB. He's in doubt uh, with back spasms. And uh, I mean, I think he's hiding a concussion because he was falling all over the place and they've come out and said, oh no, he's back sore. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he got knocked the fuck out. Um, So we don't know whether he's going to play or not. He'll be a last minute decision. But even if he does, he'll be playing hurt. Also, the number one wide receiver target, Waddell, um, he's under an injury cloud also. So although I went against the Finns last week and it didn't work for it, work for us. I am going to go against them again this week with the Bengals. I'll be tipping the Bengals to get the win. I'll be tipping them a 1-13 to also because the Bengals do not beat anyone by 14 plus, let alone the Red Hot Miami Dolphins. So we'll start with that. Bengals 1-13. to Then we'll look at some prop bets here. So Miami, they're giving up the second most receiving yards. Uh, They're leaking two passing TDs a game. 75% of their uh, touchdowns scored against them come through the air. So I'm expecting the Bengals, who are scoring two passing TDs a game, and 100% of their scoring comes through the air via Burrow's hands. I think there's going to be a passing touchdown or two in this one. Jamar Chase has two touchdowns to his name. He has the second most targets of any wide receiver and the third most red zone targets. So he's getting not only is he getting work uh, throughout the field, but when they're in the red zone, um, he's getting targets there as well. Now, normally I like to take T. Higgins in this spot. He loves to get a, a TD or two um, in, in the red zone. I, I love him, and he does play really well. I think he pays $2.80 um, when compared to Jamar Chase, who's paying about $2. But T. Higgins is also under an injury cloud. So let's jump on Jamar, Jamar Chase, and let's just, let's just ride this guy for a really big game. Um I think Burrow, I think he's going to have a really good game. I think he's going to take advantage of this poor Dolphins secondary. Um, He'll be letting it rip all all over the field. I think he'll be finding his boy, Jamar Chase, uh, open all over the field. The kid is an absolute whiz. So plenty of options here. I like um, Burrow over passing. But what I I like to to do, and this is with Neds, is bring it back a little bit. Say Joe Burrow's uh, passing yards is 280. Uh, bring it back down to 250, but just put it in a multi to, to build up your odds that way. So if we go Burrow passing with the alternate over 250, we'll put um, Chase in there as an anytime touchdown scorer. We'll go Mixon, um, the Bengals running back with um, his rushing yards. Let's dial it back. I think his is over 72 and a half. Let's dial it back to 60, so over 60 yards. And, of course, you can go them, any number of combinations there, but 
I'm a degenerate. I'll be putting them all into a same game multi. <laughs> Bengals 1 to 13. Burrow over 250. Mixon over 60 rushing yards. Chase uh, over 60 receiving yards. And anytime touchdown scorer. That will get you $12.59 to 1. You son of a bitch. I'm in. Beautiful value. Uh, I've been looking at that Dolphins-Bengals um, game as well, and Joe Burrow's 250-plus is just an absolute gimme, really. Um, he's obviously thrown over 300 yards in each of his last five home games and averaged, averages 269 passing yards as well, um, especially when he's on a winning side. So if the Bengals win 1-13, to which you say they always do, um, Natty, then surely Burrow throws over 250 in this one. It's just a given. So yeah. that's the only one I can call on. And I'm sure that other NFL one's even better. Yeah, I look, I, I actually think he probably throws over 300. But just to give yourself a little bit of breathing room there, 250. And yeah, it, it, you whack them all together. It's something's, Something terrible is going to have to happen for that, that not to hit. So um, I do love that. Let's get into another game here, Bears versus Giants. So this is a quick one. The Chicago Bears, they're leaking the third most rushing yards with 67% of the TDs scored against them on the ground. Uh, the Beast, who is Saquon Barkley, has the second most rushing yards with the sixth most attempts. It gets, that's as easy as it gets. Take Saquon Barkley to go over his rushing yards, take him to get a TD, and why not chuck in the Giants to win 1-13? to Now, I don't have the odds for that because it hasn't come out. Obviously, it's a little bit earlier for these um, Monday props to come up. But, yeah, take the Giants, 1-13, to Barkley over, Barkley TD. I do like that as well. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Beautiful. We'll have that up on the reels as well for that one as well with the odds on top of it so you don't forget to. Yeah, for sure, bro. All right, that's our NFL gear. That's the NRLW jam. Let's get in to the 2022 NRL Grand Final. Panthers v. the Eels, Battle of the West. Let's kick it off with who's going to win. Who are you thinking here, Rando? I think it's a pretty easy one for this one, and I know it's the Grand Final that if anyone was going to contest Penrith, it's going to be Parramatta, but I've got to take uh, home the Penrith Panthers here. Uh, they've won seven of their last eight games at a core. Parramatta have lost four of their last five games at a neutral venue. Um, so obviously a core stadium, not the preferred home stadium for either side. Uh, since 2020, the favourite has a 67% win record at a core stadium and won uh, 76% of the time Ashley Klein has refereed as well. So the favourite looks like the favourite here and I really do like the Penrith Panthers uh, to win. What about you, Natty? Are you seeing it the same way? I'm with you, brother. Um, I've got a couple other stats that back up the Panthers as well. Games versus top eight teams. Uh, so you got Panthers, 73% win record. Eels, 57%. Head-to-head between these two last 10. Season, Panthers, 61. Head-to-head since 2020, Panthers, 62% win. Last five, head-to-head Panthers, three out of five. I think the Panthers win here. Um, I think they're too good. You look at them, you know, one to 17 it's a well-oiled machine. Absolutely, absolutely. And it is going to be raining at a core stadium and the Panthers' record in the wet is 5-1 and one so far this season as the favourite. So they don't lose too many. Or they love the slop. Love they the slop. Mudder was a mudder. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love All it. All right, let's get into the line at the moment. Just double-check that. It was... Eight and a half when I looked at it. Oh, yeah, it is. So plus or minus eight and a half. 
I'll kick this one off. Eels have won 56% of the games against the pre-match line in the last two seasons. Eels have covered in four out of the last five games versus Panthers. I honestly think this is going to be a really close game. Eight and a half to me, especially the way the Eels have been playing, I would pro- I would probably lean towards taking the Eels with the eight and a half start. It's a very interesting move. It's uh, Obviously, you've got the, the head-to-head battles between Penrith and Parramatta, and these are genuinely uh, tight. Um, for me personally, I think Penrith have really stepped up another notch, uh, especially with Nathan Cleary coming back. They've won 13-plus on both occasions against... Well, the Rabbitohs were red hot. Um, they tamed them really well. Um, you can say Latrell had a quiet game, but that's because the Panthers literally defended him and made sure that he didn't have as much of an impact um, as the other teams that went before him did, like the Sharks and the Roosters, who just let him run a bit more freer. Uh, then you got them beating the Eels. Yeah, I know Mitch Moses came off, and it was a very tight contest at that point, but you just felt uh, in that second half something was starting to break, and unfortunately it was... Uh, Mitch Moses' head cracking open, but um, that doesn't mean that I don't think. I just think that the the Panthers here have the best opportunity. Uh, 62% um, uh, times they've covered the line, sorry, um, as the favourite. At night, that's 60% as well. Um, They've covered the line in uh, 50% of their wet games as well. A bit more 50-50, but um, similar sort of statistics there. So I'm kind of looking towards... uh, Penrith here to take that minus eight and a half line. But um, the, if we're going to go one on one on one, or if we're taking one together, I'm happy to go plus eight and a half as well because I understand those stats as well. I'm not going to have the line in any of my bets, to be honest. Um, Neither do I. The, the danger is here. I do think it's going to be close, uh, but the danger is Penrith's ability to put the foot on the throat when the game starts getting out of hand and also Parramatta's uh, tendency to drop the head when there's nothing else to play for. So, you know, it could be a close affair for most of the game. All of a sudden, Panthers get 12 ahead. Panthers put the head down and all of a sudden, you know, you have Nathan Cleary scoring his junk yard uh, junk time try at the end of the game. Do you know what I mean? Just to put it well and truly out of reach. So there is that danger as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and even with like the Parramatta Eels, as you mentioned, they like to drop their head. Uh, they do have a win rate of um, three and five against uh, top eight teams as the underdogs. So they do have that little stellar thing. Uh, the one thing though is that when they lose to top eight teams as the underdog, they have uh the, the, the favorite has covered the line there on mm, top of them. So okay, when they fair. do lose, that the line does uh, play a part. Yep, yep, fair, fair. I like, yeah, look, I'll probably stay clear of this one. Um, and it's, it comes down to who's who's under more pressure here for the Panthers or, or the Eels. You know, Eels, obviously, not winning a premiership since 1986. That's my entire lifetime. Um, and then you've got the Panthers back-to-back. That's also a pressure as well. So talk about a pressure cooker here. Now let's yeah. get into my favorite bets. It's the margin, baby. So I'll let you oh, kick off no, here. You're, you're the champion <laughs> of the margins, mate. You go first. I would... I would be out of place if I took it first. Okay. Well, you know that I've got stats to back this up. Okay. 
So in the NRL era, so since 1998, that's 24 years, grand finals have ended in a 1-12 affair 58% of the time, obviously 13 plus 42%. Last 10 years, it's been 70% for the 1-12. So they have been more or less close affairs throughout the last 24 years, especially in recent times. Eight out of the last 10 Panthers finals games have ended in a result six points or less. I love that stat. It's one of my yeah. favorite stats. I oh, shout out to the uh, Let It Ride podcast with uh, Roasty and Hammy. Got that one off those boys. Eight out of the last 10 Panthers finals games ended in a result of six points or less. So in games between these two exclusively, I look back at eight games, 50% 1 to 12, 50% 13 plus. So it didn't really help me all that much, but I am leaning towards a closer affair here. I will be taking Panthers 1 to 12. Interesting. I obviously hate the 1 to 12 margins, as everyone would know, whoever listens to the show. Uh, I'm taking Panthers 13 plus here. I, I really do like, yeah, fair enough. When you say it like that, no, I really like, uh, I really like the Panthers to, to have a crack there. And um, obviously the Let It Ride boys putting out that stat that, uh, uh, what was it? Six of the last, the last six, or oh, last eight, eight finals. Eight of the last 10, six points or less. Eight of the last 10. Exactly. They're not, they're not talking about the last two, which have been over six. And six so, um, it's thing about case, stats. You can, you can work them yes, out to, to, to suit whatever argument you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I really do like the Panthers here to mow them down with Nathan Cleary in the side. They've won 13 plus and six of their last eight games. Um, of course, out of all those games, I think, uh, fuck five of them have been, uh, top eight teams so they really do put the foot on the throat um i think they'll do it here i think it, in the wet it's going to be so hard to come back whoever scores the first try is basically going to win the game um in my opinion so uh i think the panthers do it and they do it well in fashion off the back of uh if that sort of statistic I really think it comes down to the Parramatta eels forward pack now they have been playing well above their weight of recent times, especially in the last three games, if they can come with that sort of aggression and really get in the face of blokes like James Fisher-Harris, mostly Yoda, Viliama Kikia, guys like that, that usually lead from the front and get that, you know, get over the opposition front for, uh, forward pack and win the middle third. If they can get up there and they can wrestle with them and they can stay with them, I think that's going to go a long way for the pa- uh, the Parramatta Eels being in this game, especially in the wet. It's going to give the blokes like Gutho, Brown, and Mitch Moses um, space to do what they do best. So it really does come down to their forward pack. If they start going too lat- laterally like we know they can and they're not going up the guts, they'll never, they'll never they won't even go close to winning it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, on top of that, with the top eight teams, kind of like what I was talking about with the line, um, they've played 12 games against top eight teams this season. 41% of those has ended up in a 13-plus loss. So um, Parramatta, when they drop their heads, when their forwards get tired, and I'm sure the Penrith Panthers are going to come and bash them as well, um, that's when we start to see uh, them fall apart. So hopefully they can stick it together. It was a great test last week up in the humidity of North Queensland. The forward pack stayed strong throughout the whole game, especially toward the end there. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if they can do that for another 80 minutes uh, on Sunday. You may have brought me around here. You may have sold me <laughs> on the Panthers 13 plus here. 
but I'll come back to it. No, you got to stay. You got to stay one to twelve. Otherwise, the universe. <laughs> you know, something happens. Don't Fair. take the one to twelve. Fair. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, all right. Let's get into the total. The total at the moment is is thirty eight point five. Now, in the NRL era, again since nineteen ninety eight, fifty four percent of GFs have gone over this number. Um, and then I've oh, gone under this number, sorry, 54% have gone under. Uh, and the last 10 grand finals, 70% of those grand finals have gone under. Uh, five out of the last eight games between these two have gone um, under 38 and a half. However, the last three games, two have gone over and the last and the other one was 35. So it was a high scoring game. So the last three games have been high scoring, but we have been talking about this weather being a little bit atrocious, being a wet um, so that lends itself to an under as well. What do you think here with the 38 and a half total, Rando? Uh, I think I hate, I hate any total points that's under 40, to be honest. I kind of pick my own one here that is unders uh, that I'll get to in just a second. But yep. yeah, it is um, points wise. This is really tough uh, to pick. Um, 15% of Penrith and Eel, Penrith Eels games uh, have gone under the have gone sorry over the handicap the point total points handicap yeah uh, the average point scored in those games is 31 um so if i am being true to myself i just don't think it will be a high scoring affair um so i am happy to take the points under especially with it pissing down with rain and and if it is a tight contest just cover myself that way Yep, I'm with you, bro. I hate anything under 40. So what I usually do is take the alternate uh, total and bring it up to 40 and a half or 41 and a half, just so it's got a four in front of it. I hate it when it's got a three. Yeah, that's just too too risky to yep. threes. Yeah, I don't like how it looks. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I think it'll be a, a lower scoring affair. Um, all right, let's get into the sexy bets now. First try scorer, what do you got for us? Uh, I really, um, really like the left-hand side here for the Penrith Panthers. Mm-hmm. I'll start with some stats here. Seven of the last nine first try scorers on grand final day have scored on the left edge exclusively. So I'm talking center wingers. Uh, a winger hasn't scored the first try since 2018. So we've had three grand finals, no uh, left try scorer wings. Uh, the Panthers have scored first 64% of the time. And in each of their three games this season against Paris, so that's why I'm leaning towards the Panthers here. Uh, then I'm pointing out uh, Will Penasini. He's caused 20 tries this season, the second most of an eel uh, outside of Guffo, who isn't really expected to cover the back there. So you can kind of excuse him for, for letting tries go that way. Uh, the left center has scored the first try in each of the last two grand finals. So you mm. know who I'm talking about. Isaac Tungo here. He's scored the most first tries for Penrith this season. On top of that, he's paying a juicy $12, and that is my man. I do like him. I do like him. Um, yeah, I sort of looked back again, back through the NRL era. Wingers have scored first in 42% of grand finals. Centers, 21%. Second rowers, 17%. Um Last two seasons, Panthers have scored first in 67% of games. In 2022, they've scored first in 66% of the game. So I'll be picking someone from the Panthers in my first try scorer. I mean, I'll probably pick one from either side, but I'll be putting more money on a Panthers player. 
Um, like you said, Tungo, he scored first three times uh, this year with Critter and To'o um, being the first try scorer twice. Eels, Penasini killing it. Um, Sivo also three times and Dylan Brown twice. In 2022, the left wing has been the first player to score from the opposition in 30% of Parramatta's games. So I do like Brian To'o, but as you were, I'm swayed by the wingers in recent times not getting over the line. And I think and I think we talked about this in the State of Origin as well. In these big games when players um, are under a lot of pressure, especially your outside backs, about making decisions in defense, wingers tend to keep their width a lot of the time. Um, and that's when you see the 5.8s, the halves, the centers come into play because that's where the space is opening up. You know, those wingers aren't jamming in. They're leaving one-on-one opportunities between centers. And we know how, how strong Isaac Tungo is. Um, and then he'll be running straight at Will Penasini, obviously a rookie, uh, first time in the big lights. He is a really good defender, but if he's caught out on his own, I think he may, may make a mistake here. But also you got Luai with that deaf, uh, short grubber in behind the line there uh, for the end goal. Tungo's been cleaning them up and eating them up for breakfast. So I do like Brian Toto and Isaac Tungo, but because we're sort of on the same page, let's back Isaac Tungo, $12.50 first try scorer. Boom. Love it. Love it. Sounds good. Sounds yep. good. Yum, 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 yum. And I think uh, I just want to put this out to the punters in case you don't take our advice on this one, that whatever you do, do not choose someone on the right-hand side of the field. In the last 10 grand finals, the last decade of grand finals, only one player has scored on the right side, and that was Benny Barber against the Melbourne Storm in 2016. <laughs> other than that, every other try has been... Uh, Kudos to the left-hand side, which is unbelievable in our, in my opinion. Like you just can't how how people just are off the right-hand side. I know it's the usual weaker side for most teams, but uh, quite unbelievable that most of the tries come through the left. First up, let's go, Isaac. Get it done, baby. Get it done. Sure. All right, let's go for some anytime try scorers here. So I'm just going to punch out some stats. The stats that would be going on and dribbling on about all season long. So the Eels, they are. Conceding 51% to left attacks, 27% to left wings, 11% to left center, 7% to left two RFs. Um, And pretty much all of that has gotten worse coming into this final series. So it's gone up to 54% to left attacks, 30% to left wings, 9% to left two RFs. They're the positions that are really screaming um, at me statistically wise. Uh, Wunga Blake has played eight games at right wing and has conceded five tries to left wingers. I think for the Panthers, now that I've, I've got Isaac Tungo in my first try scorer, I, I, I can't go past Brian Toto on this left edge running Wunga Blake. And then you add on that the Eels have been one of the worst, if not the worst team defending that left wing spot. So Brian Toto for me for the Panthers. Love that. Love that choice. He is definitely my lock for this uh, weekend. As you mentioned, he's just... Uh, he scored a double last time out against the Parramatta Eels as well, so you can trust him. He scored a try in his last finals game as well. In fact, I think it's uh, he scored five tries in his last six finals as well. So there you go. Um, Brian Toto, an absolute lock there. Uh, I'm looking around and seeing, for me personally, where are the deficiencies in Parramatta's defense? No offense, I don't want to put the blame on power. We will get to a power try scorer as well. Yes. Um, but for Parramatta here, I'm looking at... Uh, Bailey Simonson, mm. he's led 
23 tries in 19 games this season. Dylan Brown, number five on the list for the Parramatta Eels, letting in 12 tries. So I'm looking at that channel between the six, the the second rower, and uh, the 13. A lot on Sean Lane's shoulders to work with there. This is where we see Cleary, Liam Mm. Martin, Critter, and Charlie Staines. Now, Charlie Staines at 225, bear in mind, is bloody good value for me. Uh, on this occasion, uh, felt that the Cowboys didn't score down that right edge. I think it was just Reuben Cotter uh, through the middle, basically, where they tore them up. But if there is an opportunity here, we did see Simonson jamming uh, up against uh, Nanai. Uh, Nanai probably should have passed it to Felty. Instead, he decided to hold on to it. So there was some openings uh, there. So in that case, Charlie Staines does seem like the good option here. Or you could look at Stephen Crichton who scored a try in each of his last two grand finals as well. So he's looking to become the first player, I think, since uh, Brett Kenny to score in three straight grand finals. So um, Stephen Crichton could be a good shout here to take advantage of that uh, weaker left-hand side of the Parramatta Eels. I do like that. Yeah, Stephen Crichton, $2.55 anytime. Also, Liam Martin paying a huge $5.25, yeah. which is second tasty. Second-round smoky, did someone say? Tasty. Someone say second-round smoky. Tasty. Tasty value. Thank you very much. That is nice. Um, all right, let's get into the other side of the ball here. So the Panthers, obviously the best uh, defensive team in the comp. They are Fort Knox. But when they are conceding points, it's 40% to left attacks, 11% to left centers, and 11% to left halves. All of that has gotten worse leading into the finals, gone up to 48% to left attacks, 23% to left wings, and 13% to left halves. Now, last week, we talked about the uh, the form that Cody Walker had against the Panthers, but also the Panthers' inability to defend that left half spot. I'm going to go with that again. I think Dylan Brown has a great game this week, and I think he's going to be everywhere. I think he's a triple threat here with the ball in hand, uh, support play, grubbers, kicks. He'll be everywhere. So I think Dylan Brown for the Parramatta Eels at an anytime try scorer here is a tasty bet for me. I love it. I love that call for Dylan Brown. Definitely a huge opportunity for him to go over. Even off the back of Sean Lane sleeping, sleeping through and putting out an offload, I think there's a real big opportunity for the Parramatta Eels to go in there. So love that bet, Natty. Paying $5 as well. Uh, that's Bruh. that's value. Bruh. That's yeah, Exactly. Like you said, you know, he's going to be working closely with, with Sean Lane. Sean Lane's in superb form. Big, lanky motherfucker. He is going to get his arms free and... Till him, till brags. I mean, he has got some wheels on him. If he gets a ball in space, he is gone. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. The other option that I've got here for the Parramatta Eels to score is the King, uh, Guffo. Mm. I think he is really good chance here. He scored in two of the last three games against the Panthers. Uh, so he scored in two of the three games they played this season. So he has got a record of scoring up against the Penrith Panthers. On top of that, I really love his record at the Accor Stadium. Uh, he has scored eight tries in his last seven games. So Ooh. he does love to score there. He scored a double last time out against the Rabbitohs in a losing side. Um, so he has got a good record there at a core. He scored in uh, four of his last five. So he's really loving that stadium. Win, loss, or draw. He gets over, so $3.60, I think that's pretty good value for the King. Nice, King Gutho. Yeah, he is Johnny on the spot, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And he loves these big games. He would love to get hand on ball as much as possible. 
Um, he's also a pretty good shot at uh, the old Clive as well. That's, so keep an eye out that if Parramatta get up. That is nice. That's a nice call. Um, now I'm just going to cover a couple of other bets that I always like to chuck in my same gamers. Uh, well, one of my same, I'll have plenty of same game multis on this game. <laughs> one of them will have a few of these in it. Uh, so halftime, full time. So it's only happened five times in the NRL era where a team has led at half and then gone on to lose the grand final. And it's only happened once in the last 10 years. And that was that Broncos uh, Cowboys game where the Cowboys won. Uh, Panthers have won 69% of their games in 2022 after leading at halftime, 72% uh, in the last two seasons. If you like Panthers to win, you may as well take them halftime, full-time, and that is going to bump up your same-game multis just a tad. I always like to do it. It is a dangerous game because if it doesn't happen, you know, your bet's gone at halftime. Uh, but it ain't as fucking risky as the next one I like here, and that <laughs> is uh, the try time. So before or after eight minutes. Now, this is an absolute degenerate, disgusting, degenerate bet. I do not endorse this bet at all unless you're an absolutely downright disgusting better like me because after eight minutes, you could be sitting there twiddling your thumbs. But I always like to put it because it does bump up your multis. So in the NRL era, in grand finals, a try before eight minutes um, has happened only 33% of the time. So try after eight minutes, 67%. That's enough for me to take <laughs> try after eight minutes. Um, and that's $1.53. I think it's going to be a real arm wrestle at the start of the game. The weather also helps with that. Also, you know, you get a penalty inside the 40. You know they're going to take the two points. That's going to suck up time as well. So, you know, if you're building a same game multi and you want to just have those odds skyrocket, try after eight minutes. Whatever team you're taking, um, take them to lead at half as well, and it's going to bump it up nicely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Sounds very degenerate of you, Natty. Yep. And I know you put multis on each of those ones. So yes. you've done your homework, though. So I'll give credit to you. You're not Correct. throwing out, oh, no. put it in. I've just got a hunt. You've got the facts. I've actually, I look, like that. I've picked, I've just picked things that I like, and then I've gone to search for the stats to back myself up. I'm not yeah, sure if that's exactly how you should do that, but that's what I'm doing. I'm just nitpicking stats that are making my bets look good. As long as you're not picking out one of the 10 <laughs> stats you've paid against them, there's only one in there, a needle in the haystack sort that's of situation, it. but I love it. I that's love it. it. Any other um, little tidbits, bets that you like for this grand final before we get into our same game, Malty and Clive Churchill? I think you've covered absolutely every D-Gen sort of uh, oh, yeah. tip there. Um, if you think it's going to be low scoring, then you want to try scorer. Maybe go first, second, or third try scorer mm. and look towards, uh, uh, obviously, who we're talking about, Brian Toto. He'll get over it eventually. There's only going to be three try scorers in a rainy game, which is very likely at some times. Um, you can pick him up, or if you're scared of our first try scorer in uh, Isaac Tungo, I had Richie Kenner last week, and he scored second, and it hurt me. Um, you could go first, second, or third try scorer, Isaac Tungo, on Neds and cover yourself as well. I like that play. I like that pro play. $4.25. $4.25 still. Jesus. Good value. That's good. That is good value. And that's eyes up footy from you. That's real that smart. Is. Smart play. There you go. All right. Now let's build. You. So I'll throw out a same game multi. You throw out a same game multi. And it sounds like... Yours is going to be of the safer vi- variety and mine's just going to be a disgusting, degenerate 
same game multi. Would I be absolutely? Would I be correct? Would I be correct? In you would saying be. That? You you wouldn't be wrong. Is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> All right. Um, you throw yours out first, and then I'll show you mine. Oh my lord. Easy. Um, uh, we've mentioned this all the time. Uh, you got to chuck in Brian Totter, who's your anytime try scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about all season long how bad this Parramatta right edge is and how good this uh, Penrith left side attack is. I think they're scored. I think they're sixty percent on their left side attack, so they definitely love coming down that side. Brian Toto, yes, he got lucky for that try uh, against the Rabbitohs. Um, obviously, it was kind of like a Stephen Bradbury moment where everyone fell over themselves for him to score the try, but I do like him to score there. Next up, um, I'm just taking uh, the Penrith Panthers. Uh, uh, I'm doing an alternate total points here. I'm going over um, 22.5 points for the Penrith Panthers to score. Um, in their last five games, the Panthers have scored over uh basically 20 points. So that's kind of the reasoning behind that. Um, I think they get over it pretty easily here. Um, going back to the Nathan Cleary stat um, in most of those games. In fact, in all uh, in all of his last eight games, um, when I was talking about those six of the last eight, 13 plus, in all of those eight games, Panthers scored 20 or more points. So I think two points isn't really going to hurt it too bad. Um, so I am taking Penrith Panthers over 22 and a half points, which is the over under there. Total points under, uh, I think the it's going to be a sort of a 30-6 to six sort of scoreline uh, that we'll see um, this week. I think the Penrith Panthers will blow them over for sure. Um, so I've added in uh, the total points uh, under. Um, and then just to finish it all off, I am taking Brian To'o. But I'm taking Brian To'o most tries up against Wonga Blake which is paying $2.35 instead of the $1.85 for him just to score. That's just value-adding right there. It's, it's eyes up footy. It's yes. smart footy. Yes. Um, you take that. I don't think Wonga Blake will get over. I think this left side defense for the Panthers are going to hold them out. And as you mentioned, um, Natty, uh, the Panthers are leaking them all down the left side. So it just makes sense that the right side uh, are, are going to be finding it tough to score points. Um, we've seen that all year. So... Brian To'o uh, to score more tries than Wonga Blake. Penrith Panthers to score over 22.5 points. And the total points to be under 46.5, which is the highest one you can get on Neds, is paying $6.40. <laughs> I got a booner. <laughs> $6.40. Bang. There you go. Well done. Well done. I hate that. That's yeah, rookie, rookie fucking numbers there, bro. All right. Are you ready? All right. I'm ready now. I'm ready now. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Natty's same game multi. Try after eight minutes. Panthers to score first. Panthers to lead at half. Brian To'o, anytime try scorer. Dylan Brown, anytime try scorer. Under 41.5 total points. Panthers 1 to 12. What do you think that pays? Two million to one. That is <laughs> unbelievable. That's uh, definitely going to be in triple digits territory, surely. It's 175 to one. <laughs> you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Let's go. Here we go. Let's dance. Here we go. Let's dance. It's the last, it's the last game of the season. Are yep. you really going to just die on a soft sword or you're going to go all out? You've got to go all out. The, the play here is to do both, is to put money on To'o, Panthers over 22.5, under 46.5, To'o more than Blake, playing 
put some moolah on that bad boy. It's a safe-ish bet. It looks good, tasty, sexy on paper. And then, you know, you, you sprinkle a little bit on this D-Gen same gamer. Try after eight minutes. Panthers score first. Panthers lead at half. To'o, deal bags anytime. Under 41 and a half. Panthers 1 to 12. Pay 175 to 1. There's That's how you play it. There's not a lot to happen in that bet. Nah. I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, nah. Look, it, it looks good. It looks good. Oh, God. I, I just literally picked everything that I liked in that first segment when we went through everything, and I decided I'm just going to multi them all up. Let's that go. As well. If you like it and you got the stats to back it up, as you've shown, you may as well go. You may as well dance. Let's dance. Um. All right. Let's talk Clive Churchill. So I'll give you some stats. I'm sure you've got stats as well. I mean, it's oh, rando, oh, random yeah. stats guy. Uh, in the NRL era, uh, 1998 onwards, halfbacks have won 25%, fullback and two RFs, 17%. So I do like that. That 17% there for fullback and two RF, that's where the value lies for me. Um, and then 5'8 and front row forward, both sharing 13%. So look, for me, you're obviously going to put some money on the halfback on either side. Whatever side you think is going to win, you know, you're putting some money on Nathan Cleary because he's he's going to be hard to beat if Panthers win. Um, he's paying short like $3 or something like that. It's it's not fun. It's not a fun bet, but you just put some money on it any, anyway. Um, for Parramatta, if you like Parramatta, I think, Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses uh, are sexy picks uh, and the stats are there to back it up. What's your thoughts on like a safer Clive Churchill pick? I think uh, Nathan Cleary, first and foremost, is probably the safest bet. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, that halfback stat, um, it's gone since 2010. It's even even higher towards halfbacks uh, with one in every three Clive Churchills uh, since 2010 going to them. Um Another one that I've got as an offer, kind of like my Clive Churchill lock here, um, is that 25% of them have gone to fullbacks. Now, of all the halfbacks that have won the Clive Churchill medal since 2010, all uh, four of them have placed top three in the daily M's. Now, Moses and Cleary did not place in the top three in the daily M's. Then we go to the uh, fullbacks. And uh, of all the fullbacks that placed um, that, that that placed in the top ten for the daily M's, they sorry, for all the fullbacks uh, who've won the Clive Churchill, they placed top ten in the daily M's. Now, excuse me if I am wrong here. I just double check, but I'm pretty sure Dylan Edwards finished in the top ten for uh, the daily M's on okay. the weekend yes. on, on Thursday. Talking about language so, here, yes. Still here. So now I'm looking at Dylan Edwards. What does a fullback have to do to get a daily M? Well, we know that uh, 67% of them have scored a try. Dylan Edwards has scored two uh, two tries in his last three games against the Panthers. Uh, he's also scored a try um, in the final series as well. Um, then we look at what he has to do running meters-wise. Each fullback has run the ball at least 15 times. Mm. Dylan Edwards has done that 22 mm. out of the 24 games he's played. No fucking worries whatsoever. That's why I think when you narrow it all down, um, it looks like Dylan Edwards is your man. Of course, Guffo not ranking in the top 10 for the Daily M's this season. On top of that, um, we saw that um, we saw that he doesn't run for uh, 15, 15 runs a game in five of his last and only five of his last 13. So it all narrows down here to Dylan Edwards. Uh, that's why I really like him. He's paying $7.50, which 
I think is uh, I thought he'd be a lot higher, but to be seven dollars fifty, it's definitely a juicy, juicy Clive Churchill shot. I've got him written here as my value play, bro. We're, we're on the same page. Dylan Edwards, seven dollars fifty. Oh fuck! Oh my god! Fuck yeah! He'll run for 250 metres. There's a good chance he gets, he scores a try. His defensive uh, work at the back there is just unparalleled. He rarely lets the ball hit the, the green stuff. So I think he is the best value player there at $7.50. Now, Brian Toto at $51 is another guy that I'll be sprinkling some, some moolah on. Will he be the first winger to get the Clive Churchill? I think... If any winger will ever get it, it has to be Brian To'o. He probably has to run for 300 metres. We know he can do it. He probably has to score two tries. Fucking huge chance he does that against the Eels, who are atrocious against left wingers. And he probably has to have 20 runs with a 1,000 tackle breaks. He can do it. So I'll be putting some money on Brian To'o because that $51 is crazy. Absolutely, he did break the record for the most run meters um, in an in an NRL Grand Final last Grand Final as well, and didn't win it. So hopefully this time justice prevails because he will score a few tries, I reckon, um, against Parramatta Eels' weaker right side. That's it, exactly. No, I'm, I'm. It's it's worth something. It's worth a couple of bucks for fifty one dollars. Yeah. Okay, let's hone in here on the Chase Your Losses best bet for the NRL 2022 Grand Final. Now, rules are obviously has to be over $2. So it sounds like Panthers and To'o can't be beaten. Yeah, you can't be beaten. That's that's the only one I've got really um, that um, I think will most likely come off. Um, yeah, that's the only one over $2 at least. I think it's $2.34 that's paying um, yep. when you put them all together, I think. That's just our usual our usual best bet sort of system. So yep. that is definitely something we're locking in. Yeah. Panthers, Brian Toto to score any time. That is your Chase Your Losses best bet. Clever girl. Uh, and we've covered all the stats to back that up. We both, yep. we're big on the Panthers. We're big on um, Toto as well. So that just makes sense. Now... If you didn't think my same game multi was degen enough, let's oh. let's build let's build a degen. We'll cross code it. We'll have some NRLW in there. We'll have some NFL. Obviously, we'll put in a same game multi from the NRL uh, grand final as well. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. So there's a few things that I do like in your um, same game that that I think we should put in. I think we should put Panthers. Uh, and To'o to start it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I do like the under 46 and a half. I think that gets us off to a nice little start there. Panthers, To'o, under 46 and a half. Mm-hmm. Do you like... Are you punching this in, in as we go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got it. My man. Um, do we go... Do we back the Knights 1 to 12 and and go Horn in this D-Gen? Oh, it is D-Gen. It is very, very D-Gen, so did, I'm happy to... You do like happy. either team 1 to 12. Do we I just do. do. we just jump on the favourite here? 
Uh, I'm happy to just jump on the favourite here, but you know, you know me with those one to twelves, mate. You know me with those one to twelves. Well, you've already backed the one. Yeah, I know. I know that. I know that. Uh, <laughs> I've dug myself a hole here. Like, seriously, <laughs> you thought you could slip it. You thought you could slip it by me, baby. I, I wrote it down on my notepad. I went. It says here, <laughs> Rando backs one to twelve, and I've underlined it like question three or mark, <laughs> three, three, three or four times. I love it. Okay, let's. Beautiful. Okay. So Let's that's, go to favourite number 12. Yep, into your girl horn. I like that. Um, I'm, I'm not going to push back on that because I don't have any of the stats. Um, you're the man to talk to about NRLW, so we're on that. So, so far, Panthers to all under 46.5 into Knights, 1 to 12 in, into Horn from the NRLW. I think, I think, I'm just trying to think what I like more. Let's go Bengals. Let's go Bengals 1 to 13. And now I'm trying to work out what I like more than Chase anytime or Chase. Let's go Chase over 60 receiving. So on Neds, Neds is the best uh, betting app for NFL because you don't have to only bet on the under over that's given to you. Like I think... uh, Chase is at 72 or 75 over under. It'll give you different uh, options for his receiving. So you can dial it back a bit, pick 60. I'm pretty confident that he will get 60 receiving um, in this game. Bengals obviously winning a close one. Um, I do like that. And then let's just keep it going with DJN. Let's go Giants. We're at 122 at the moment. We're at 122 at the moment. Oh, we can, we can get this over 200 easily. Let's put Giants 1 to 13. Into let's go, let's go, Saquon Barkley anytime TD. Easy, let me just uh find the Giants game. Here we go. We might not have the um, the odds for this. We one. don't, we don't. So, so that was a hundred and what was it at 120 to one before? Yeah, the Giants. Yep, no worries. Yep. That's right. That I reckon that'll go over um, two hundred for sure. Well, it's already in the DGen realm, but um, yep, love that, love that. Panthers to win. Brian Toto to score. Total under forty six and a half points, and in the NRL Grand Final for the NRLW Grand Final, we've got Knights one to twelve into Horn to score. Then we've got for the NFL legs Bengals one to thirteen Chase. Over 60 receiving yards. Then Giants 1 to 13 into Saquon Barkley. Any time touchdown scorer, that's going to get you well over 200 to 1. Oh my God. What's up, buddy? Say, make money, money, make money, money, money. That's the DGen for our last podcast of the year. Can we get one? Sounding off, sounding off. We were close so we were close earlier in the year. Surely, surely something comes off there. Yep. Not much happened that Penrith game. Um, Rika Horn, oh, I'll be up in, up in arms when he, she gets over if she crosses. Um, that's great odds. It's $10 just alone if you want to go Knights 1-12 to and you don't like my soft little Iver team 1-12. to um, And then the rest, uh, I'm backing on your uh, NFL stats here, Natty, to, yep. to, to charge us through. That's it. And that's all I'm doing. I'm just... I'm compiling the stats, and it's I'm just going with whatever's bouncing off off the page for me. So that's what we do here on Chase Your Losses. We just rape stats until it gives us the <laughs> tips that we want. Love it, love it. <laughs> All right, brother. That's it for the year, man. So 
Look, I just want to thank everyone um, that's jumped on the, the Chase Your Losses uh, podcast and the community, um, both our pages, both Rando and the Weekly Rubdown as well. Thanks for giving us all the support that you've given us, following us along, um, giving us all the feedback as well. It's been fantastic. Uh, Rando, thank you so much for coming on board. Uh, I think we've built something really special here. Uh, we talked a little bit last week um, off air about maybe doing a little bit of NFL next season. So you've got some homework work to do in um, this current NFL season, see if you can get your stats up and running. And we may, because uh, I've, I've gotten a, a lot of really good feedback um, from people that, you know, obviously are NFL fans, and you don't know how much people are following the NFL until people, you know, start DMing you, but um, plenty of plenty of interest around. So I'm, I'm keen to roll it into the NFL season with Chase Your Losses if you are next season. Absolutely. Uh, there's a lot of uh, NFL fanatics even messaging me after a game thing. I think uh, for your uh, bad beat on the mm. weekend, everyone was messaging me. And I was like, oh, to be honest, man, I wasn't even following the game. I was like, oh, yeah, bloody hell, Natty, Matt, batting on the bad beat. Um, <laughs> but that was really bad. That was because um, I was actually uh, what updating that on Google. And with like 20 seconds left, I was like, oh, Natty's got one. Here we go. And then uh, came back to my phone with 10 messages going off basically saying can't believe Natty lost that one and I was like yeah he's a shit better I tell him <laughs> shit knows um, nothing but it is there's a big uh, fan base out there for NFL a very passionate fan base much like the NRL so definitely something I'm trying to get all my stats into one basket for so I can uh, start providing some value and insight I'm almost like your level Natty I'll get to I'll try and get to your level because yeah, I'll uh, just here. hearing you say it it just seems like you're a seasoned yep. veteran for the shit my level is I can dribble and bullshit to an elite level and then <laughs> not have any winners come through because of it so if you get to my <laughs> level that's good and then from there on maybe we can get some more winners hey at least it sounded good yeah at yeah. least it sounded that's good. it <laughs> fucking fake it till you make it baby Oh, yeah. Oh, brother. Thank you so much for this year. Thanks again to all the chasers. We love you. We will see you next season. Have a great offseason. Good luck in the punt this weekend in our grand final. Up the riff. We love the riff. Brian Toto, get one, son. Um, Let's get out of here, bro. Let's go. Let's go. For the last time, I'm Natty from the Weekly Rubdown. He's Rando from the Random Stats Guy. Go follow us on all the socials. We will be posting up all these best bets on our socials to remind you of what winners to get behind. Don't be a coward. Get out there. Have a lash. Good luck in the punt. And remember, your next win could be one more punt away. Chase those losses, baby. Uru. You can take me now. I have seen it all. Get that in here. Just let me win this one. Just let me win this one last one.